good. It's the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. Big Perk, we're back. Are we getting Anthony Davis back? When? Can you tell us, Perk? I know you got the insider stuff. Mm, he should be back in about the next five, seven days, I'm thinking. I'm they can thinking. take their sweet time, huh? Yeah, they can, but you don't really want to, though, G, because you want to make sure that he get that get those game reps in. The season is almost coming to an end. You want to make sure that work the workload on his legs, he's able to tolerate that. You know, they got to make sure that he get his rhythm right. So they don't want to wait too long for him or Braun. You know what I mean? So you can work out as much as you want individually, but it's a different type of in-game shape. And that's the scary part about the Lakers. You know, when you look at Andre Drummond, people don't realize that when he was with the Cavs, you know, he set out for what almost a month and a half with you could work out individually, but getting those game reps in is a completely different story. So I'm looking at Andre Drummond right now. I'm like, hold on. He's not even in tip top game shape yet. Mm. And he's out there giving you a casual 20 and 11. So when he gets his, when he starts to ramp it up and get more game reps under his belt, more minutes, Come postseason time, he's going to be a different force, i tell you that much. That's so scary. And Anthony Davis isn't even back yet. LeBron's not back yet. Drummond hasn't even, like, tipped, like, what we know he he's capable of. There's one month left in the regular season, like, before playing, right? So we got one month. It'll be interesting to see when these guys all come back. But that you know how James Harden was calling the Nets scary hours? The Lakers are the scariest horror films hours I've ever seen in my whole life. Like they don't even have, they're not even close to full strength and they're still favorites. They're still pretty good odds, really good odds, actually excellent value to win the finals. In my mind, that's the best bet you can make right now in the futures market. If you're trying to put money on something, go put it on the Lakers to win the finals. Right, Perk? Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. If if you're trying to win something, do that. The Lakers won the buyout market. Yeah, I mean that's that's the obvious. I mean, as far as Andre Drummond, I thought he was the the best pickup in the buyout market. But Ben McLemore was waiting. Mm. Like that was a that was a hell of a pickup for the Lakers. You know why? Because when you're trying to win a championship, you want to add great depth. Okay, meaning you want to make sure you're able to hold guys accountable. So you know when Caldwell Pope and 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 you know, Caruso and, and all those guys are not shooting the ball well. You got a guy like Ben McLemore that you could bring in the game, and that makes guys elevate their game even more because now they know they have pressure and they have to look over their shoulder because they have a guy that they could throw in right in and take your minutes. Hmm. So that makes, you know what I mean? And then he was just an excellent pickup. Low yeah. risk for high reward. So I would, I would, I would drop a a cool C note on 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 the Lakers being a favorite, you know, to win it all. A C note on the Lakers plus three fifty. That's an excellent value for how good we know the Lakers are and how much better they'll be when they get everyone back. Brooklyn Nets still the favorite to win it all at plus mm-hmm. two twenty. We'll talk about them because I I actually think they're a five hundred team without James Harden. So we'll talk about what the Nets are doing without without Big J H and, and the MVP race there. But Perk, a month left to go in the season. We've been talking about the Lakers. We do have a Lakers-Jazz game tonight. You want to start there? Or you 
you know what you as as we always do you tell me what you're feeling tonight and let's no no i want to actually do something different i want you to i want you to go down the list of games let's take it one at a time and i'm gonna tell you on the fly what i think about all right well we were talking about the lakers so i just feel like the lakers are seven point dogs no anthony davis no lebron we they're playing the jazz. We know no Donovan Mitchell, right? So so Utah has given up seven in LA with no Donovan. Are they too? Is that too much of a favorite for the Jazz in in this game? We know the the Lakers will compete even without their best guys. They've been able to like beat the Nets and some other teams. So we know this isn't just you know a gimme. What do you think on this game? Would you stay away or would you take something? I would take the Jazz first half. After watching what I saw the last game, the Lakers in Utah, and the Lakers had to gut it out to beat the Utah Jazz, I believe, in overtime. And the Utah Jazz didn't have Donovan Mitchell. They didn't have Rudy Gobert. They didn't have uh, Derek Favors. And they didn't have Mike Conley. Right. So adding those three, without Donovan Mitchell, getting back Gobert, getting back Mike Conley, two All-Stars, and Derek Favors. I actually like the Jazz at half. The Jazz at half. Let me ask you this, because we know Donovan is out, and we know Gobert's probably the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year. Wow. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, what, exactly. Because I, I have a really fun stat that I, that I want to big up Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibault and some others. But, but does Donovan's injury help? possibly or really hurt Gobert for defensive player of the year, or does it not matter? Cause there's only a month left. It, it don't matter. It don't okay. matter. I think, I think this year is deserving to go to Ben Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Just because we, we liked him. You liked him early. I actually took your advice and put some money on him. So I'm hoping he can get that done. I mean, they, they rank what number two overall defensively. I mean, and he's the head of the snake on the defensive side of things. To me, I think it's a no brainer. To drop some on them. What what are the odds for Ben yeah. Simmons right now? Because he's going to keep getting lower. Yeah. So Ben Simmons is plus two forty. So there's some st- still some good value there. Rudy Gobert, the the favorite, sort of you know not running away with it, but but definitely the the f- huge favorite at minus two eighty. And then you got Miles Turner six to one with the third best odds. But I actually saw an, a very interesting stat, and I know we're going to segue to talk about the Sixers in a second too. But on this note, okay, and it's about Matisse Thibel because we know what a great defender that young kid is for Philly, right? Right. Um, so Matisse on the Sixers, Ben, Joel, all great defenders. Check this out. When Matisse Thibel is guarding you, guarding, you know, whomever, those players that he's guarding are shooting 38% when guarded by Thibel, okay? Just for context, that's the best, by the way, minimum 300 plus shots. Thibel has the best defensive percentage, right? When, when, right. when he's guarding these players, Gobert, 42.8%. That's what players are shooting when Gobert is guarding them. Ben Simmons better 41.7%. And then miles Turner to round it out 44.1%. So of the four, he's, you know, the fourth best. So you have Gobert 42.8. You have Simmons 41.7. Thibault's the best at 38, 38.1. But Ben Simmons, I don't know. Like I'm with you. I think Ben Simmons is the defensive player of the year. And in in everything I just said, second best percentage when he's guarding you, uh, you know, guys are shooting, what, 41.7% against him. That's second best in the league. And guess what? He's he's guarding everyone to start the game. So if you, if, if they're playing the Mavericks, he's guarding Luka. If, yeah. if, if they're playing 
the Suns, he's guarding Devin Booker. If they play in Boston, he's guarding Jason Tatum. Right? Like he's 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 going out and searching and, and going to get the best player on that team and guarding them. Every time. You know and I mean? he's and he's and he's bringing the ball up and he's playing point right to and, and he he's, rebounds yep. and he rebounds the ball at a high level, underrated shot blocker. I mean, he he he's probably one of the league lead leaders in steals. But 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 you know, that's real quick, quick point. This is why I got Philly coming out of the east. Because they have guys that could defend at the wing position. They do a great job of loading up boxes and elbows. They take away driving gaps. They help the helper. They got guys that could protect the basket. And, and, and Joel Embiid, Dwight Howard, and Ben Simmons, they got, like, feistiness at, that, at the wing and guard position for us. Guys not afraid to get into you. They have an edge, and they have a system. So when I'm looking at this team offensively and defensively, they're not lacking at anything. They have shooting. They have everything that they need to win a championship. And to me, the chemistry that I'm seeing, the, the conversation, the vibes that I'm getting from this Philadelphia 76 team, I'm taking them to come out of the East this year. Yeah. If yeah. Brooklyn is healthy or not, I got the Philadelphia 76 There's so many conversations. So many questions run through my mind, and I hope I speak for – everyone in the space. Cause I have so many questions for perk as I'm sure you guys do too. Number one, one thing you said, he, Ben Simmons has to guard Jason Tatum real quick. Damn. I feel like nobody right now can guard Jason Tatum, huh? Ooh, this is the Jason Tatum. We've been waiting on. Yeah. Right. You called him out. I mean, you, you challenged him as a Damn. vet, as his guy. And he showed up. He showed up in great fashion. The true professional. He didn't get sensitive about it. He didn't complain about it. But what he did on Saturday night going head-to-head was Steph, right? Going head-to-head, Steph comes into the garden, which is Jason Tatum home, and you go head-to-head with Steph Curry, a walking memorial, and you go and you win that game like you did. That that showed a lot. Without Jalen Brown, that showed me a lot of character, and it just showed you showed us all how great of a talent Jason Tatum is. And you know what? You know what's been the difference, OG, is that he hasn't been settling for those side step three pointers or those step back uh, three pointers. He's actually he has actually been attacking the basket. He's been getting to the free throw line. He's been doing those things, which makes the Celtic team a completely different team when he's in attack mode. Jason Tatum is six ten. Okay, he's six ten, wide shoulders. He's put on nice muscle. He's athletic. No one wants to see him going downhill. No no opponent wants to face Jason Tatum being a t- aggressive. And shout out to JT, man, for holding it down. Celtic Nation. I just want to point out to win the East, because we like Philly. We both like Philly. They're plus 440, by the way, to win the East, right? Brooklyn's still the favorite at minus 110. We'll talk about what that team looks like without Harden slash without KD. Boston's 21 to 1 just to win the East. To like, I think it comes down to Brooklyn and Philly, but but could Boston get there? Could Boston be be in the Eastern Conference Finals anyway, and possibly upset one of those two teams? They could, but you hesitate. What like what what are they missing, or what are they where are they coming up short? I I just I don't know. Like it's just when it when it get down to it, like I I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. 
are one of the best duos. They're a top five duo in the league. But I'm just looking at the others, right? The yeah. others. And I'm not taking Marcus Smart for granted, but I just got to see what Evan Fournier is going to do. Like, when it when it gets tough, is he going to knock down shots? We already know people can say what they want, but we know Danny Green is battle-tested. No moment is too big for him, right? You got, you got Shake Milton in Philly. And then Boston, I don't know. Like, sometimes they got to roll with Shimmy Ojale, like, I don't really know. I love Peyton Pritchard. He's young. I don't know if he's really like I, I don't know yet. Like I and I and I cover the Boston games. And I yep. I can tell you the 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 future is really bright. Like Robert Williams. I don't know like if he's gonna be able to stay out of foul trouble or Tristan Thompson when they gotta go against MB. Like MB has killed them this season. Yeah. And Bede's killed everybody. But but check this out. Do you would you have would you hesitate less? had Boston gotten a guy like J.J. Redick or even a guy like Ben Mclemore, just a shooter out there to help them or not, not, not a good fit. I mean, it's just like Evan Fournier. Yeah. I thought I really, I, but you know what? That Jabari pickup, Jabari Parker pickup. Nice. Pretty impressed. Like that's, that's what you call low risk for high reward. Like having to get rid of Mo Wagner and, and just trade and wave him and then pick up Jabari Parker, who was just out there you know, just available, and you're yeah. able to snatch him, a former number two pick overall that still got a lot left in the tank and something to prove, that was huge. So I'm with that. Add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet types like same game parlay and exclusive always on promotions, such as enhanced odds boosts on the biggest events to let you get more action out of every game day. And if you win, they even get you your winning safely in as little as one day, 24 hours. Ease of use, it's easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. There's odds boosts and specials every day and some big super boosts each weekend. And you have the opportunity to win big. FanDuel's exclusive same game parlay feature, you can bet small for the chance to win a large sum. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to a grand. Just place your first bet on anything. FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back if you don't win. Seriously, there's no strings attached. Just place any bet you want, and if you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. I gotta tell you what my favorite bet is. It's Steph Curry for MVP. He was 100 to 1 odds last week, maybe even yesterday. Cut that in half, he's now 60 to 1, plus 6,000. Just from last week, Steph made 10 plus three-pointers in three games just last week. He's on a streak, a tear, eight games now scoring 30 plus points. My money is on Steph Curry for MVP. I know it's still a long shot at 60 to one, but guys, last week it was 100 to one. And if he can get the Warriors into the playoffs and they look like they have a pretty uh, amenable schedule to get into the play-in, if he can get them there, I'm going to put my money 60 to one odds on Steph Curry for MVP. That's my favorite bet right now. If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to sign up with promo code BETTINGACADEMY so they know Big Perk and I sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code BETTINGACADEMY. I'm telling you, tell them Big Perk sent you. Disclaimer though, it's 21 and up and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, 
or Virginia. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. TN Redline is 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. You know what, Perk? You got me thinking about these Celtics. We could segue into our next game. Celtics, six and a half point favorites today, tonight against the Bulls. You like him for the half? You like him for the game? What do you think? I, li- I like him. I love him for the half, and I like him for the game. Would you? Would you? Would you same game parlay it, or would you string them, or just single bet? No, nah, because no, nah, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna I'm take the Celtics first half. Uh, you know how those games go, but I'm gonna take them first half. I just, the Bulls just don't have enough firepower to compete, even if Jalen Brown don't play right now. They shout out to Daddy is young because he's been balling, but I like I like the Celtics first half. And that's a slam dunk in my opinion. It is a slam dunk. Celtics first half, slam dunk. Perk loves it. Martin Weiss loves Celtics for the game, giving up six and a half. We we were talking a lot about the Sixers. And by the way, to recap for you, Perk loves um the Jazz first half against the Lakers. Okay. So take a look at that one. But again, make sure you make sure we're checking on who's playing. Coos and some of these other cats like Schroeder, like who's playing tonight? It's always important. If you can wait until I don't know, 90 minutes, 60 minutes out to place your bets. I, th- I think that's probably the way to go. This has been a crazy fucked up year with COVID and load management and health and safety protocols. So everyone just be aware of that and just be careful when you're betting. Let's talk about Sixers Warriors perk. Sixers, nine point favorites. Uh, they host Steph and the Warriors. We already know what Steph Curry did head to head with Jason Tatum. We know what Steph Curry's done over his last eight, nine games. He This man made 10 plus three pointers Three times just last week, right? This is what's this is Steph Curry we're talking about here. I just saw something on his odds. He went from a hundred and one for MVP to sixty and one now. He's now sixty and one. Magic Johnson just tweeted that Steph Curry should be the MVP. I don't know if that means anything to y'all, but Magic Johnson tweeting that would make me feel warm and fuzzy if I was Steph. Would you put any money on Steph for MVP at this point, sixty to one? Is he legitimately in the MVP conversation? And then what do we like Sixers, Warriors for tonight? Well, I'm, I'm going to give you my pick. Yep. Even with Steph, this is another home run. Take Sixers for the first half. Uh, and, and we don't know if Steph is going to play. I mean, he was hobbling right. with the ankle injury. That line is pretty low right now. They they probably don't know. So if you knew better, you would do better. Go ahead and take the Sixers first half right now. Take, take Sixers. Take right now. Because if the injury report come out and Steph Curry is not playing, that line is going to go up probably about four, four and a half points. It might go up to double figures. So, so should we should they wait and and no. place this bet? If you like Sixers first half, don't wait whether Steph plays or not. Take it. Take it right now. All right, because Steph is questionable. Because y'all saw what he did on one ankle against the Celtics, almost single handedly. Well. Juan Toscano Anderson, though, made the save of, of maybe the year and then busted yeah. his head open. Uh, and Steph sank that three. But but yeah, all right. So we don't even have to wait. Sixers first half is a slam dunk, we think. I'm I know. Yeah, <laughs> we know. I, well, he knows, I think. But since he knows, then I know. But listen, hey, the Sixers haven't covered at home in April, Perk. 
that, that doesn't worry you. Damn. I know that's for the game. I know that's for the game, but nothing like that. We don't think this is maybe like a trap game at all, especially if Steph doesn't play. Nah, because I feel like the Sixers are, are going to come out better. Like that, they, they they have to have their breakout game where they win in great fashion. And we have to realize, right? They've been missing Seth Curry, and they've been missing the White Howard. These are two guys that are really like they're keep they're key pieces to the Sixers' success and for them actually covering because the White Howard brings a different type of edge coming in into the game. And Seth Curry, we already know. Light skinned brother could put the ball in the basket. It's just, and he's more he's more than just he's more than just that. He's brings so much value that's underrated that opens up things for Joel and B and Ben Simmons because you're so hesitant to leave him. Like it's so many times that the 76ers use him as a damn decoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, he's that valuable. But what well, even without them, the 76ers just clearly have the better team. And they're going to be up by more than five points at the halftime. Yeah. And the Sixers have two potential defensive player of the year candidates in Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. They have one potential MVP candidate in Joel Embiid. I don't know. Maybe they have a potential coach of the year candidate in Doc Rivers. We already know about Matisse Thibel. He's got one of the best, you know, percentages defending, you know, shooters against him have, you know, he's, he's, he's shutting them down at a, at a league leading percentage. So there's a lot to love with with the Sixers. And my question to you is, especially without James Harden right now, he's missed, what, six games now? The the Nets are are three and three without James Harden on the floor. So they're a 500 team. Does that concern you at all? Or no, James Harden is coming back. They'll get it together. They'll be all right in the East. Or is it all the more reason that, that you know, your money's on Sixers to, to make it out? Well, I mean, the injuries in itself concern me and the chemistry. Like, you got to have some type of chemistry. You want to be playing your best basketball going into the postseason. And here it is. It's less than 20 games, and we have yet to really see the Brooklyn Nets big three come together on the court. And it's not, again, let me say this, G, and I repeat, it's not for the big three chemistry. It's not for Kyrie and, and James Harden and Kevin Durant to know how to play off each other. That's easy work. It's for the others, right? It's for Blake Griffin. It's for Jeff Green. It's for Joe Harris. It's for all those who are going to be the, the the role players. And it's also for Steve Nash to actually find a set rotation because right now they're all over the place. Right. They're all over the place. Like, you, you don't know. that One minute is Landry Shaman. The next minute is, like, the, the Brown, Bruce Brown kid coming in, like, they all over the place. You got to have a set rotation. You got to have something, the identity. Like, you're coming in at this moment. You're coming. But you can't do that because they haven't been healthy. Right. I mean, that's, that's probably the toughest part for Steve Nash. And, and I would imagine even these coaches sometimes don't know who they're going to have available to them until, mm -hmm. you know, 90 or, or two, out, two out, which is tough for them. It's tough for us to bet on them. Let's look at let's look at another game that I think is interesting because I know we don't talk about Russell Westbrook enough, and I think we should. And we have, you know, a pretty crazy line tonight. Oklahoma City Thunder, 12 and a half point dogs against the Wizards. I don't even care about that spread for the game. I don't know if you like it for the half. Russell Westbrook to score, to record a triple double, I think he's minus 200. Actually, I kind of like that. 
especially against this game where they're so heavily favored. I don't, is, Shea, is Shea playing? Like, is he even in there? I don't even know. I would imagine not if this is the line, or maybe that's just how bad Oklahoma City Thunder is with all those picks that they're stockpiling. L- let's just have like a little appreciation for Russell Westbrook because you you talk about this guy a lot, you know, maybe even as an MVP year over year. He is the first player in history to have 25-plus triple-doubles in four different seasons. He had the most back in 16, 17. He had 42. He's got 25 now. We're not loving on Russell Westbrook enough, are we? Yes, and we're taking his greatness for granted. Yeah. I don't I don't care how many people out there, you know, are hating and saying the BS, talking about, oh, he's stat-patting and doing all that. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Like, to go out there and get a triple-double every single night, you have to have a different mentality. Your mentality has to be different than everybody else, and it is when you're looking at Russell Westbrook. That's effort, that's art, that's will, and you're getting Ws. It's the reason the late, great Kobe Bryant, he only blessed a few with the Mamba mentality, and it's on record. And one of those guys were Russell Westbrook. Mm. He's just relentless. He's a winner. And by the way, the Washington Wizards, I believe, is only a half a game out of this tent spot, which means which means that they're going to probably make the play-in tournament. Yeah, especially with Toronto slipping around a little bit. Look, we we got to quit taking Russell Westbrook greatness for granted. He so would not- you? So what do you think about tonight's game? Do you is this like must win, or this is a game they they have to win because they should? Um, no, while twelve that- and a half points is a lot to maybe bet on. Yeah, leave that alone. Leave that yeah. alone, but they got to get this win, though. You, they they almost got to win out. They got to get this win, but I wouldn't take that because Lou Dort, man, I mean, hey. he's been a problem. They got Bagley back. Like, the Oklahoma City Thunder don't just fold. You know what I mean? Like, so I would leave that alone, but I think I'm pretty sure Russ, Russ and the Washington Wizards and Bradley Bill get the win because they're in a must-win situation. Like, Every every game matters to them right now, and it yep. means something because they're fighting to get into the play-in tournament. But shout out to Russell Westbrook because they went through a dry spell. He wasn't playing well. He didn't complain. He was coming back off an of injury. He took the heat. Now all of a sudden, he's healthy, and he's been on the tear since the All-Star break. Yeah. He was since- literally – Bradley Bill was out, yeah. G, for three or four games. And, and what he did, he, I yeah. mean, he's been delivering in great fashion. So shout out to the Brody, Crenshaw, you know, Boulevard, whatever, however you want to do it. They be hmm. see walk. Yeah, the marathon I'm, I'm, continues. Yeah, yeah, it continues. So the Brody, man, look. <laughs> since, Stephen, since, since Stephen A had his uh, remarks about the Brody, he's been on quite the tear. Yeah, I, this game, scare, these two teams in general scare me. Uh, this is just too big of a spread. I have no idea why the Wizards are favored as, as much as they are by 12 and a half points. But shout out Russell Westbrook, minus 200 to record a triple-double. If you got two $400 laying around, whatever it is, <laughs> and it's and, it, and you can do it, throw it on because he's basically a walking triple. So I don't know. Throw on 200 to, to win 100. Throw on 400 to win 200 and go have a nice steak dinner. He's, he's going to get that in the first half. Oh, he's going to have a triple in the first half? Ooh. All right, Perk, what do you think of the Suns-Bucks tonight? Bucks are just three-point favorites. That's it. Got the Phoenix coming into town. Would you stay away? This, I mean, I don't want to, we, look, we could say every, we could say a lot of these games are finals previews, but this one could be a finals preview too if, uh, I if, like, actually, if you think. Look, as much as I love the Phoenix Suns, 
You can't bet with your heart. I'm taking the Bucks. For the game or half? For the half. It's a slam dunk. I'm taking the Bucks. The Bucks just. They probably the only have to be up by, by like one, huh? Yep. The Bucks just got whooped. Okay. They got a good spanking last game. Mm. They're not going to lose this game tonight. Giannis is going to come out on one. I love Devin Book. I love CP3, but the Bucks are going to win this game tonight in great fashion. I don't think it's even going to be close. Don't ask me why. I'm just going with my how I feel, and I'm telling you, the Bucks are going to cover first half. It's a slam dunk. Bucks will cover first half, so they probably have to be up by one. The spread is three for the game. And you think the Bucks are going to win quite handedly, so should we? is that a good bet to take them for the game too? It is. All right. Yeah, Giannis, Giannis low-key is making a case for MVP. Look, no one, we we never create a rundown with, with talking about Giannis for MVP. Like, it's just not something we've been doing. Like, there's just, I don't know, he's so under the radar, and maybe that's, like, such a great thing for him because he's always the front runner, and they're always the favorite, and they end up disappointing. So well, maybe now they're a little under the radar. That's that's going to help them. Well, yeah, but what, I think what we're doing is we're taking Giannis for granted like we did LeBron when he was in Cleveland and Miami where he could have just ran off about eight MVPs in a row and we got bored with the process. That's what we're doing with Giannis right now. Like, yep. let's not get bored and let's not take what he's doing for granted either. But since we're on the MVP conversation. Yeah, quick, let's do it. Let me say this. All right? I know who you I, I know who you like. Perk. Yeah, I put out a tweet this morning. And so a lot of casuals that, you know, it seemed like they you know, it ruffles some feathers. And I and I really don't give a damn. But I'm going <laughs> to say this. Julius Randle is my number three. I updated my list. It's MB, it's Jokic, and then it's Julius Randle. He has slid into the MVP conversation. Yes, Julius Randle, okay? First of all, the New York Knicks haven't been in the playoffs for almost a decade, okay? Mm. They're sitting at the number six seed. They're only a half game back from being the number four seed. They have won six straight, in a, six in a row, right? Yep. Julius Randle right now is averaging almost 24 points a game, 10 and a half rebounds a game, six assists, shooting 48% from the field, and their team is winning, okay? The New York Knicks have been the laughing stock of the NBA for almost a decade now. Here it is, Julius Randle. You hear you've been hearing all this. Oh man, the Knicks dropped the ball in free agency. Man, they could have got KD and Kyrie. What's next for the Knicks? The new big free agent or whatever. No, he's right here. Y'all, mm. He's right here in front of y'all. Don't take him for granted. Julius Randle, point forward. The guy that just went gave Luka Doncic 44 down there in Dallas. Okay. Down there in Dallas. The guy that just willed his team to victory over Zion and the Pelicans. And by the way, he guarded Zion, too. So let, let's put that into perspective, right? Having to go out, be the offense on one end, facilitate the offense because he's running the point forward position. He's involved in all the actions, whether it's dribble handoffs, whether it's making the assist, bringing the ball up the floor, creating for himself to get his own shot off, whatever the case may be. And then he's going on the other end and guarding Zion Williamson the team's best player, all right, guarding them, okay, and playing 35-plus minutes a night under Tom Thibodeau, who holds everybody accountable defensively, all right? Yeah. If This is my thing. 
the goalpost moves every single year on the criteria of what an MVP should be. Julius Randle is the true definition of an MVP candidate this year. If we're going to talk about the Chris Paul effect, we got to talk about the Julius Randle effect, okay? Julius Randle, you take him off the New York Knicks, where would this Knicks team be? I mean, they would they would just have a lot of power forwards, but but none none named Julius Randle putting up forty four and ten night most nights, you know. I mean, I mean, they are in the playoffs. They are four games over five hundred. Four games. They're thirty one and twenty seven. Perk, he's 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 the favorite for most improved. He's minus four twenty for most improved player. It's not even close. Jeremy Grant's got the second best odds at plus three fifty, but I don't think it's even a question. Hopefully, you put some money on Julius Randle like I did back when it was like six to one odds or something. You know, l- little longer, and and it was, and he's gonna win it. You're saying now. He needs he he's in the conversation to be MVP. So you like Embiid, who's the favorite. Sorry, Jokic, who's the favorite. Embiid, who's right behind him, and then you have Julius Randle. So we didn't talk about Giannis and his his super super whispery MVP. You know, run up, glow up. We haven't even talked about Steph Curry, who was literally like yesterday a hundred to one, and now he's sixty to one, and we know the shit he's been doing. Julius Randle two hundred forty to one to win MVP. You have him as your third best. I fucking like it, Perk. I got to tell you, I I really do love it. I don't know that I would go put money on him to win my most improved player now, at, at, you know, minus 420. Hopefully you already did that. I don't know if I'm going to go put money on him for MVP at 240 to one, but I love that we're having the conversation about this what? kid. By the way, first Nick with four straight 30 point plus games since Carmelo did it in 2014. And you, like you said, they won six straight. And, and, gee, what's one dollar go hurt you to go put on it? You all, you're all, you're right. I mean, we always say put so, a dollar on it. Two hundred and forty to one. Put this, a dollar, win two forty. All I'm saying is, okay, what if, what if the Knicks, if the Knicks finish the season and they're a top five team in the Eastern Conference, okay, yep. and Julius Randle finished the season in great fashion like he's doing right now, you, you mean to tell me that's not an MVP candidate? Well, the only thing, look, this is, and I hate having this conversation against these two guys because I love both of them so much and I'm rooting for for both of them so much. If we're going to make the argument that Julius Randle should be in the MVP conversation, then we have to make the argument that Steph Curry should also be in it. If if we're talking about Julius Randle, if he gets his team into the playoffs and and he's and he's and he's a lock for most improved based on what he's put up this year and being the favorite right now at minus 420, then, then he should be in this conversation for MVP. What about Steph? If, not, if the listen, if the Warriors can get into the play-in, and by the way, we know how brutal it is for the Grizzlies who played Denver tonight. That's that's no easy feat. We know how brutal it is for Dallas going forward. We know how brutal it is for the Spurs going forward because of all the COVID reschedules. The Warriors and the Pelicans, but the Warriors are sitting nice and pretty to make a play-in. So if Steph, by him damn self on one good ankle, can get the the Warriors into the playoffs. Shouldn't he be in this MVP conversation? Shouldn't he? Shouldn't he be in this race? He is in the race. He he's is actually. He? You don't even have him in your top three. I got him in my top five. Boom. All right. Well, I like that. Who's four then? I'm, Who's four and five? I mean, I mean, and listen, 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 OG. This is why he's in my top. This is, this is why Steph Curry is not number three because I feel like I'm not talking about playing it, and I know it's not his fault, but it's still, you know, it is what it is. You got to at least be a top five team mm. in your conference. 
But the West is tough, Perk. Yeah, I, I get that, but you still got to be there, though, G. Like, well, look at Luca. Look at look at look at our Luka, boy Luca. He's Luka 42, not, 42 to one. What are they? Six, seven. He's forty two to one. Yeah. He has better odds than Steph. Yeah, but LeBron, he's not, who's been out for three six weeks, has forty two to one odds, still better than Steph. Yeah, but he's not, Luke, Luca is not in my conversation. But this I mean, is the thing. This is the thing. I would drop. I would drop a cool fifty dollars on Steph. Okay. $50 on Steph right now at 60 to one. But I, I let's just go back. Those, and, because those odds are going to drop. Like, yeah, it's going to be next week is going to be 30 to one. But we talked and we talked about this last week. We talked about put a dollar on Steph Curry at 100 to one. So hopefully y'all did that. You you rate you, you risk a dollar like is, you literally have nothing to lose. Now this full 60 to one and next week is going to be 30 to one. And then after that, he's going to be 16 to one. He's going to be right on the heels of Joel. Before it's said and done, I think Steph Curry will be top three in MVP voting with Giannis the fourth on the outside looking in. Mm, but I, but here's what I, here's what I want for Julius Randle at plus 240 right now. Or sorry, at 200, 240 to one odds right now. If, if Julius can get down to like 100 to one odds or 130 to one odds, good for him. That's fucking great because he's already going to win most improved. So just to be in this conversation, to be on the same page with like six or seven or eight of these MVP, MVP candidates would be huge for Julius Randle. And but, I love but, it. If you're a Knicks fan out there, congratulations, man. But how can you, I mean, just to end it, like, just think about it. How can you not, like, how can you not put him in, in the conversation? He's, he's, he's just as valuable to the Knicks as Jokic is to Denver, Okay. And okay. let, me, let me tell you why. So I gave you Julius Randle stats, right? Yeah. All right. 24, almost 24 points, 10 rebounds, 10 and a half rebounds, six assists. All right. Jokic, Jokic is averaging 26 points, right? 11 rebounds and 8.8 assists. Yeah. And to go along like, with that, he per- shoot, he's shooting 56% from the field, but still, it's not like it's a, it's not like, okay, 26 points, 24 points, 11 rebounds, 10 and a half rebounds. He's averaging 8.8 8. 8 assists, 6.5. He's averaging 6.1 assists. Like, yeah, it's it's a conversation to be had, but that's why I have him behind Jokic. Yeah, but you're, you know what? You're not wrong. He's one of three players in NBA history to average 20, 10, and 5 on 40% shooting from three in a season. The only other two, Larry Bird and Jokic. So he's right there in so many categories he, with Jokic. That's what I'm saying. Yo, the hate is real then, you guys. The hate is real. Put a dollar on Julius Randle to be MVP at 240 to 1 odds. Y'all know how to do the math. Put a dollar, win 240 if he can get there. By the way, don't sleep on Steph Curry. Just don't sleep on Steph Curry either in this whole conversation. We right, not. Bryce? We not. We not. All right, let me get let me let me ask you one, and then we'll then we'll get out of here, and we'll 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 stop the pod, and we'll get some questions from everyone on Twitter. Um, we might we might even take a question from your boy Damian Woody. He he's listening in in perk, so maybe we get a question from Big Woody. We got to yeah, Big Woody. All right, let me get one one other pick from you on the fly. Denver, Memphis. Denver's seven point favorites at home against the Grizzlies. Grizzlies' uh, schedule over the next month is absolutely brutal. It's going to be tough for those boys. We love Ja. What do you think? Would you even touch this? Do you like the first half, if anything, for Denver? I love the Grizzlies' first half. Oh, the Grizzlies' first half. Oh, I love it. Perk, when you do this shit, I love it so much. Let's take an underdog for the first half. Grizzlies, they're seven-point dogs for the game. So what? They got to they gotta be within like three or four, four or be up? Yeah. Four Kay. or be up. Okay. 
I, I like got the you. Grizz, I like the Grizzlies first half. The Grizzlies been balling. The Grizzlies been balling. Grayson Allen has been doing his thing. Dylan Brooks. You got big Jonas Valanciunas down low who just set a franchise record in double-doubles. We already know what John Moran is going to do. You got Clark. Hey, look, they deep. They are deep, and they don't even have uh, uh, Jackson Jr. back yet. So that's the scary part. Yeah. And Memphis are on the – like, they're quietly, like, without being loud or, or trying to slide in that, you know, top range of that the, – the, and secure spot in the playoffs. Yeah, they might get in. Hopefully, them and the Warriors get in. I don't I, care I think about the Spurs, like, Mavs, and Pels. I think they're like three or four games over five hundred right now. Yeah, they've uh, they have the best record covering against the spread since the All Star break. Do the Grizzlies? So let's recap for everybody. All right, we already know Martin Weiss loves the Celtics for the game, six and a half point Ooh. favorites. Perk loves the Celtics for the half. Okay, mm-hmm. the Warriors and Sixers. Perk loves the Sixers for the half. They're nine-point favorites for the game against the Warriors. We don't know if Steph is playing, so make sure you take a look at that because COVID has absolutely fucked us all. Um, but but check it out, Philly first half, okay? Wizards, Thunder, we're going to stay away from that. We we just decided that's that's just, I don't know. We, we, we can't call it. Bucks, Suns, Perk likes the Bucks for the half. He also likes them for the game at minus three. And then Denver, Grizzlies, yo, taking the upset, Grizzlies are plus seven for the game. Perk likes the Grizzlies for the first half. Last but not least, we have the Lakers and Jazz. Jazz seven-point favorites. And Perk, you love them for the first half. I do. The Jazz, that is, guys. The Jazz. That's my picks tonight. All right, perfect. Perk, let's get out of here. We're the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. You can catch us under the Money Grab banner on Apple and on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can always listen to us here on Twitter Spaces. We're going to push stop on the record for the pod and then Twitter Spaces stay up because we're going to have a couple of questions. Good looking, Perk. Let's see what happens tonight. Can't wait. You know what it is. You know what it is. Betting Academy.